Hello and welcome to the NDL Show. Ushering us into episode 71 is this new, new song by Roho featuring Doshi. It is called Keeping Appearances. about the idea of keeping appearances and of course you can listen to it yourself on any streaming platform and follow Roho at roho.x on Instagram. To give you some insight, Doshi also released um, his project if you did not know which is also quite enticing so be sure to check that out too. Now huge shout out to you for clicking onto this episode. Let me know how you have been on the socials at the NDL show. If you have any question or music submission, send it my way via email on the NDL show one at gmail.com. And if you're feeling like your pocket is kind of heavy in this economy, don't be shy to redistribute some coins to the show via PayPal. The details are in the show notes. 
So today is Women's Day in South Africa and it's really a reminder of how in 1956 a whole lot of women marched against apartheid legislation that aimed to tighten the government's control over the movement of black women in the so-called suburbs. First of all, being a woman who is black is a hard thing to be and we know this. Women's Day also brings me to a standstill because I try in my capacity to assess how far we have come as women given our history, our stories and how our current realities have come to be. And what I really want to talk about today is the popularization of what being a woman, a real woman, quote unquote, is through the lens of the high value women and femininity concept, right? So to be honest, these two concepts do make me feel some type of way. And please, I invite you to comment, interact in any way, form, shape. Pause the episode if you must and speak to me because I can't be the only one. And I want to reiterate that this is not only a conversation for women. It's for all of us, despite race, identity, sexual orientation, because we all should contribute towards this discussion. Now, I'd like to start by defining this concept according to the infamous and now late Kevin Samuels, because he really rode this wave and championed these concepts of high-value woman, high-value man, right? An article written by John Javlani says Samuels ranked women and placed them on the value chart according to height, weight, size, and physical features. And we've seen this on his YouTube channel. Particularly, he would compare a woman's value according to her proximity to the white woman's performance of what it is to be a woman. That really means already a lot of us have lost this battle, right? Including myself, I do not qualify. Samuels made it clear that if a woman did not meet the standard, she would have to lower her expectations of attracting a high-value man. And I'm talking about the kind of man who earns at least 160,000 rand per month for at least five years. This is a man who has been accepted by other men in the same category, who has a prominent position in society and is useful to other men in that high-value section. Now, on his YouTube channel, Samuels was known to advise women to lower their standards and settle for average or below average men to provide for their needs. If they did not meet the standard of a high value woman, which is primarily based on a woman's physical appearance. As Jablani writes, Samuels believed that black women should follow the lead of white women and allow their men to explore options of multiple partners. And of course, this is while being, you know, the woman who isn't problematic, the kind of woman who doesn't call him out on his behavior, who lets him be, right? While she is holding things down in the household, playing tennis with her friends and all of that. That's, that's, what's, that's what comes to my mind, right? A rich housewife. Yes, that's what I see. I don't know. Let me know if you're with me. Let me know if you're with me. And we know it's absolutely absurd to base someone's value solely on their appearance, right? And we know our genes are very different to that of white people and women. So already black women don't have points to begin with when it comes to trying to mimic the idea of a high value woman. In the same breath, we know that appearances play a significant role in how people perceive, navigate and respond to you, right? But just thinking about this concept, I remember watching a video, I forget who exactly said this, and I was like, yes, actually. So Kim Kardashian and her sisters have recently gotten rid of a lot of their butt implants and have sort of gone back to what they look like, how they truly look, if they weren't trying to look like how they've been trying to look. 
And I know they haven't fully transitioned to, you know, their natural selves. We see Kim still has like a bit of a figure. But the removal of butt implants does not only signify another different trend about what an attractive woman looks like today in 2022. And yes, it is going back to the tiny size 10 women as Samuels had visioned the high value woman to be. But it also signifies a change in who they're trying to attract. I believe we're all aware they've been dating black men and in efforts to appeal to them, they put on all these artificial curves and butt implants to be attractive to them in particular. But now that I guess they've decided to move into a different market, they've taken their implants down a notch, right? Why, you ask? Why, you ask? Because now they're trying to attract different type of men, white men. And we can agree to disagree. These are my thoughts that I resonate with. Kim recently broke up with Pete, but her body transition also made me think about the motive. And I don't think that's too far-fetched that she would enhance her body how she sees fit in order to appeal to a particular group of men. So I am wondering who she will date next. Will it be a black man? Will it be a white man? But this is more to show that women are pressured sometimes to change their appearances in order to appeal to a particular kind of man. And this brings me to my second point, the idea of being a high value woman, being attached to the degree of appeal she has to men. And this has always been the case, you know, this is nothing new. So because we've been told that a man is attracted to a woman who has a small body, a lot of us have felt that we're not of high value. The episode that I did with my sister last year about body shaming, that was during a time where this concept was becoming so rife. And a time where I personally felt that, mm, you know, I put on some weight relationship, you know, I've been stripped of my value as a woman. And let me know if you have ever thought twice about putting your body through the extremes of not eating, diet pills, eating disorders, really excessive gymming, extreme keto diets, and more, just so that you could be more appealing to men or to be viewed as a high value woman, which also makes me ponder about the idea of being feminine and these videos on how to exude and manifest or summon your feminine energy. Because somehow your feminine energy has left you, so you must summon it, right? I have reason to believe that as women, we are being tested. Can you imagine we're being told that we're too dark, we're too loud, we're too small, we're too big to be of high value? And now on top of that, we're not feminine enough? Since the beginning of time, we have been labeled according to how we look, categorized according to how we move. When will we rest? That's my question. We're working against constant, persistent, blatant and subliminal messaging of how we should present ourselves. You know, I went to a girls school in high school and I can tell you for free that we were not allowed to eat or drink while walking or standing up. A ladylike girl did not speak loud. Our hair had to be relaxed or braided because our natural hair made us appear unruly, untidy, unattractive. It was a problem when our dresses showed off our figures. You know how our bodies are built as black girls. We were not allowed to play what they called indigenous games or speak our mother tongue. And to this day, when I hear someone say that it is so unladylike, it's always attached to not mimicking how the white woman moves. And this is not a race thing either. You know, we're just living in a reality that when you have a particular kind of privilege, that reality is completely different. And those who do not come from the same kind of privilege are forced and, and pressured to mimic this kind of this kind of image. Now, a popular perspective of what being feminine is says it's a characteristic of women and girls who are gentle, delicate, modest, 
And this is the one that gets me. It is a woman who has the character of being weak. And the assumption is that someone else will step in where you cannot, mostly a man. It's the idea of having the sex appeal. That is a woman who is feminine. So number two, we're not feminine enough. And I actually had this conversation with a man and I asked him, what do you think most men struggle with at present? And he said, it's the independent woman because as men, we have lost our space. And I get the statement, but I don't, you see. And let me end on your thoughts on that. I've watched many videos about how women have had to go out of their way to justify their partner's masculinity because as a woman, it is just not feminine to take charge of that bill or buy your own car or have your own hustle that's the reality so there's a tiktok video i saw um, of this beautiful black woman the video was about five things she did to become um, a stay-at-home girlfriend and the list includes number one she became a feminine and traditional woman number two she upgraded her looks and her aura number three she did not bring her feminist ideas into her relationship like we really sometimes we make sure to run with concepts that we have no business running with because at the end of the day it strips away your essence now you can't be who you really are and we're just all pretending to be soft and meek and weak when really all we want to do is to have a safe space to say nah i'm gonna wear my natural hair out you know and i'm comfortable in my own skin tell you what I was once in this relationship and it really awakened something in me because I was dating this guy and I had guy friends at the time and these friends at some point asked him dude aren't you intimidated by Nondu doesn't she intimidate you and and are you really the man in the relationship and when you know this gent relayed this information to me he told me I was embarrassing him because why are my friends who are dudes asking him if I intimidate him and whether he is the man in this relationship? Ugh. Yikes. I was baffled, to say the least, because I genuinely did not understand the importance of performing femininity in order to justify his role as a man. A lot of us struggle with being okay with who we are. I'm not saying be loud, aggressive and all of that. It's about being who you truly are as a woman. Because there is so much beauty in that. Imagine how boring it would be if we're all just perfect and quiet and... Nah. It shouldn't be anyone else's duty but yourself to make you comfortable in your own skin. My truth is that I don't know what society wants from us as women. It's clear that we cannot just be and exist... My truth is that I don't want to constantly be concerned with how I look. I, I wish, I so wish for that day. Because it's not only how men view us, but how other women view us as well. Like, I would like to put forward the argument that we are high value because we are. Not because of our weight or our relationships with men, our faces, our, our hair. Goodness, our hair. It is not because of our reproductive systems, our ability to work, be wise while holding the household down. No, it is not our ability to be quiet and emotionless and needy. And most importantly, it is not about being weak. Nor is it the ability to be so-called strong women to justify the injustices we're constantly forced to experience, accept and perform healing when we really know that we're tired of dealing with this nonsense, right? How long... Are we going to try to fit into the millions and millions of definitions of what a real quote-unquote woman is? These definitions change every year. Next year, it's going to be a whole different new theme. 
There's a term which describes the occurrence of when a man performs masculinity, particularly during wrestling. It's called kayfabe. Video essayist FD Signify puts forth the argument that many men in their daily lives are subjected with the reality of having to perform masculinity. And I need a term for women because we are subjected to perform femininity to induce the state of being high value. I'm exhausted. <laughs> In 1956, black women marched to the union buildings against legislation that would restrict their movement. And to this day, we are still restricted in different forms from being just who we are. It is hard to be a black woman already and we are constantly bombarded with new definitions of what more to add to the list. And it will never be enough. And on this Women's Day, I'd like for all of us to try and get to be more comfortable in our skin, in our bodies, our features, even as we work to improve ourselves in so doing. Let us not hate ourselves. Let's just be, just be. There's no greater protest than a woman who loves herself for who she is. And that is where I'd like to leave my thoughts for today on being a woman. There are so many layers to this conversation, but I wanted to keep this one short and sweet. I mean, do you know how tiring it is to wear a bra, heels, a waist trainer, waking up to beat this face, the money that goes into buying wigs and braided hair? How tiring it is to fight against genetics in order to be a size 10? It's a lot. I'm not fighting with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I just get passionate. So please do let me know what you think about the idea of being a high-value woman or man, the idea of exuding feminine energy. Why, why do we popularize these concepts, you know, and what do you struggle with when it comes to relating to the idea of what being a real woman is? So this is to you, the beautiful women who have the courage to be, to love yourself despite how many times the world has tried to make you feel unworthy. You are. Never doubt it. And happy Women's Day. I leave you with this track by Steve is French featuring Oxymoron called DLMA. I am Nondele Hutso. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next one. Cut I have you all to myself yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way too happy And I'm concerned about how you feel Cause now we made this over They can never break us apart Too much. Try to say I play too much.